0: Welcome to the Step Up Your Business podcast. This is a weekly show brought to you by the Business Advisory Center Durham. In these episodes, we'll talk about everything to do with business, how to get started, how to grow your business, you'd meet some of our clients that we work with and upcoming events that are going on in our region. We'd love you to join us every week and hopefully take away something that you can implement into your business. Even though we are in the Durham region. A lot of the business advice and information is applicable to all businesses thank you and stay tuned hello everybody it's teresa shaver from the business advisory Center durham and i'm here today with one of our clients denise laframbois she's a mortgage broker and a managing partner of element mortgage group hello denise welcome hi thanks for yeah. having me Thank you for being with us today. So, um, what this conversation is about is talking to Denise just about COVID nineteen, but more than that, it's for these times. It's about seeing how we're doing something different with our community. So, Denise is a mortgage broker and a managing partner of the Element Mortgage Group, and before this, had a long history in uh, the healthcare industry. So. Um, you know, we wanted to talk today just about what she's doing in the community, perhaps how her business has been able to pivot, maybe it hasn't yet, or maybe it doesn't need to because she's already operating virtually, but she's also a mom. She has three young kids at home, and she probably understands what a lot of people are going through right now. So Denise, welcome.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I um, so mortgage broker, we work with 57 different lenders. We work with banks, wow. we have all kinds of clients, but because Durham is so self-employed focused and because i joke that i like more paperwork i deal with a lot of self-employed clients right and that became really evident when covid hit and my phone was ringing off the hook with the uh what do i do questions because a lot of um my colleagues who have um clients that are more employees they weren't impacted right away
0: right
1: Self-employed people are going. Oh my gosh! How am I going to pay my mortgage? how How long is this going to last? What does my business look like? Right? Like, there's a lot of change for self-employed people. Right. Yes. Yeah. So those first couple of weeks were pretty like sad. Right. Lots of tears. Yeah. Uh, figuring out what this looked like for everyone, um, and and I mean, it's still it it's evolving because we still don't know, right, what we're dealing with, but um, our whole industry uh changed in a matter of about 10 days so uh all of our lenders so all of our banks all of our underwriters all of our lawyers all working from home right, right? appraisers we had appraisers doing appraisals off um uh pictures face clients like it is crazy um what the world looks like right now compared to what it looked like in february right good point Yeah. So, I mean, we've had a lot of change. Uh, like you said, I came from healthcare. I came from an industry of change. So I'm pretty used to it at this point that we just kind of figure it out and keep, keep going where we need to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been quite, uh, um, it's stressful. Like there's just, there's so much going on.
0: Right. And you're right. I mean, it's not just even what's going on. What is stressful is the deluge of information from all kinds of sources and places and, just trying to make sense of it all like where's the right information right and I know you've run a couple of webinars and um, I think they're on your Facebook profile if anybody wants to go and have a look at them right
1: yeah, yeah well so I did um I I found that so in those first couple of weeks I was getting a lot of phone calls where people were asking the same things um and in the interest of time because I do have three little kids at home I don't necessarily have all the time in the world to answer the same questions over and over again so I recorded a couple things like when, um about interest rates, right? We had this turmoil where uh, the Bank of Canada is lowering interest rates and the interest rates are going up and people are going, like, what is going on? And um, they, they weren't understanding because the, uh, like a newspaper will say, oh, rates are going up, or rates are going down. And you're like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the Bank of Canada? Are you talking about the rate the client gets? Are you talking about the overnight rate? Like there's all these pieces, right? Right. Um, went on that. I did another one on um, the seven different options you have to adjust your mortgage payments. So um, this deferral thing is really new and um, it's in the news constantly. So a lot of people are hearing about it, but there's other things that people could also do. So we just wanted to arm them with some more options.
0: Okay, that's
1: very useful. uh, Yeah, so I mean, I've had quite a few people reach out and say, oh, I didn't realize I could do this or I didn't realize I could do that, which is like, it's just helping people. Right. Yes, um, and where have you that. nested
0: those fa- those webinars? Are they under Element Mortgage Group?
1: Um, I, I they're on my personal Facebook page, like I, Denise Lefrem was mortgage broker. Okay, good. Yes. So then people so will know where there. to go and look for them. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's where they are right now. Um, but even if just people contact me, reach out, email me, I just send them to everybody. It just uh, saves me the half an hour of giving them the whole spiel, and then they can just ask me the questions after. And,
0: and they can do it at a time that's convenient for them as well right
1: mm-hmm.
0: you mentioned on the slide here that um, your superpower is trust builder tell me a little bit about
1: that okay so um i joke that uh so my former life i was in healthcare, um and uh, i went to this presentation one time and they were talking about how superhuman um cat scan techs are right and that's what i did and uh, if you look at it from a trust perspective, um, from about two minutes after meeting you, I am asking you to take off all your clothes. Sometimes I'm inserting things inside of orifices. I'm injecting you with something that could kill you. And you're somehow trusting me to be able to do that. Um, so I, you learn these skills of communication relating to people, making them feel comfortable. Um, very quickly out of um necessity right so i mean i i joked it like that that's where that came from i um and I never so-
0: looked at it that way but it's so so true right we just inherently trust that you're going to treat us with care you know in that environment yeah you've translated that to moving out into
1: being a mortgage broker, right? Cause you,
0: people are yeah. trusting.
1: Well, I mean, you're just trusting that somebody can do their job. They're not going to burn you with radiation. They're using the right numbers and all of these things, right. They're taking mm-hmm. their pictures. They're not missing something that is going to be life and death for you. So yeah, it, it's a, it, it's a really kind of funny job when you, when I, I think back to it because you're just, uh, you're doing all these terrible things to people and then they're thanking you. Um, do you miss it? Uh, I miss the people. Right. I I like the client service and I mean this is still the same thing. Yeah. But with three little kids and a, a busy life, like shift work is not um is not easy to fit into everything, right? No. So, yeah.
0: Um and this is such a wonderful way of being able to help people that also have a bit of flexibility around your own lifestyle while you have young kids and You know and and actually make a difference to people in their lives i mean this is one of their biggest assets that they ever buy right
1: yeah well and and it's uh it's been very evident now because um there's so many people who can't work right or can't go to their office or can't perform their duties and i legitimately can do everything i did before there's just kids in the background now or i'm sitting at a table talking to you and there's lego all around me right (laughs)
0: that's cool so i came across something you were doing that seemed that was really cool i saw it It was called love 19 and let me just tell us the concept behind that and um you know when i put this up on youtube i will link to that website or to that so that people can find it as well but i you know it was cool tell people about it
1: okay so um uh a few mortgage broker friends of mine and myself across Canada, we came up with this thing where we just wanted to kind of spread some local love. So we joked that we called it love 19 because covid 19s had enough um, press and we were really like sick of virus news in our news feeds all day long. We wanted to do something positive and have positive stories out there. So, um, what I'm doing in Whitby is, um, Uh, are partnering with different people. So uh, some of them are businesses, some of them are um, counselors, like just partnering with different people. And we're randomly um, giving away gift cards for local businesses. Uh, We're 19 of them. The gift cards are $50. Anybody can enter. There's no like catch to it. We're just trying to do something positive for business owners to kind of promote buying. Um, the business owners that we're buying from are nominated so anybody can go on and nominate businesses for us to buy from that they love that they feel for that has a heartwarming story like it's it's crazy um, all of the stories are so good and you really want to support everybody it's like it's so great um, and then I'm doing little calls like this with each of them to share their stories um, tell people in the community how they can support them right now and um, Because a lot of them are service-based businesses, restaurants, um, a lot of like spas and estheticians and stuff like that. Um, So it's just like, it's just something positive to do in the community to kind of just, just keep supporting local if you can.
0: Right. And I would say that's where it really matters. The businesses that are going to be hit is those small service-based businesses, small restaurants. Like those are the ones that are going to really be hit because they don't have the runway you know, some of them maybe just got started. Some of them started a year ago. They're still building out their profit and trying to, you know, build their business. And so, you know, and I, 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 I've I, seen you do it. You've, I've seen you be that person who supports our local businesses, just, just like we do. You know, we have the power as consumers about the choices we make and where we spend our money. And so really think about when you support that local business, um, you know, that person can put that money back into their business, they can support other local businesses with it. And we want to stop or hopefully prevent our fabric of our communities totally changing through this. And mm-hmm. this is one of the ways to prevent that, you know?
1: Well, and I think one of the things I, I didn't realize or didn't really understand before I was self-employed was just that when you're self-employed, it's not just you, it's your whole family right like um there's tons of these small businesses where either the whole family works there or the whole family has given up different sacrifices different things to make this work yeah right? so um sometimes it's a, a a lot bigger than a job i find in most cases like yeah. it, it's your whole well-being for your family
0: i know um my husband has his own business same thing and unfortunately it's shut right now it's he's a retail and design construction like there's nothing happening, you know, and it makes a difference to our family as a, it's a huge financial impact for sure. But also it's not just the scariness of, of having all the money, but it's like, what are you going to go back to if there's anything to go back to and how long is it going to take to recover? And what do you do as a person in the meanwhile, right? Because
1: you've still got to like run and pay bills and do, but you can't operate, right? Yeah. Well, and even a lot of people that had those little side jobs, I have all kinds of clients who have a day job and then have like a part-time something on the side. And a lot of that doesn't exist right now. And it's money people depended on. Yeah. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, selling things on bidding wars or doing like anything on the side. It's really difficult to do any of that right now.
0: Right. Right. And I see, I see this as a time to like really start thinking about how do you how do you pivot your business you know and yeah. the word pivot is used everywhere like i think 2020 is going to be labeled as the pivot year because so many businesses i'm speaking to so many businesses denise that i've had to change how they do business um and it's not even either i was actually talking to a lawyer this morning denise branton and same thing like she might want to pivot and can pivot but the systems they're using don't allow for it right um mm-hmm. so i mean have your systems allowed for it is it easy enough for people to like can you do everything online quite simply these days
1: yeah so i i know i had embraced the virtual thing a long time ago um because a lot of my clients are moms yeah. so i'd be like look i'm gonna send you everything you need docu-sign in the middle of the night you do it in your pajamas while the kids are sleeping like i had done that out of um like what my clients wanted, I mean obviously I would still meet people in person, yeah as well uh but I mean I didn't need to, yeah, um, so for us, like I always said like the only time you have to get off your couch is to go see the lawyer, and now you don't even have to do that, no, um, no. so no. in terms of the systems and stuff, they were already there, there were still a few um lenders who wouldn't allow electronically signed documents, so we would um print them out leave them for the client you know yeah. and get them off their porch and and sign them but now uh with covid everything is pushed to digital for virtual that. digital which is crazy Amazing. that you could always buy a house right you could buy a house with a signature but you couldn't get the financing for it
0: so now at least that they've
1: lined that up which is great and i hope that that doesn't change right because it just makes it easier for everybody today yeah oh i think so um Yeah. I mean, in a world where we're all busy and we all have limited time and you want to use your time for something that's meaningful and important, do you really need to drive to my office to have a face-to-face meeting if we can do this? No. Good. Um, So
0: personal question, how's the
1: homeschooling going? um, I I am spoiled rotten. I shouldn't even share this, honestly. Um, My sister lives in my house and she's a teacher. So... I take the emails from the school and forward them to her. I am the most spoiled parent on the planet right now. I want to say what a wonderful gift that you have that. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't call you spoiled. You have a, you have a gift. And, and because of that, you have the time to do things like Love 19 and, you know, help yeah. out our community. So I think, you know, don't discount how valuable that is. I own. do.
1: Uh, I teach gardening, I teach gym, and I teach like homec like I teach cleaning and cooking. <laughs> That's what I'm teaching my children. <laughs> I like homec myself. Yeah, yeah um, we're like baking our own bread and growing, like doing our yeast and stuff. It's really neat. That's very neat. Tell me, have you
0: like what have you thought were the gifts or the lessons from this time? Uh
1: I think I think sometimes it reminds you what's important. Um, Like even with all the networking stuff, I like the networking stuff. It is overtly apparent how much time I spent driving to things like that um, that may not be necessary. Uh, And I think it's just like the gift of time. Like you have all this quality time with your family. uh, When have we ever had this much time together? Um,
0: I I wouldn't even begin to know when. I don't think in my entire lifetime, right?
1: Yeah, no, never, right? Um, Gabe and I had three weeks together on our honeymoon. That was like 12 years ago, right? And that's the the longest we had ever in each other's space.
0: Um, I hope that we all learn from that, right? And that we really
1: think about what our priorities are when we go forward. um, And I think the unnecessary visits places too, right? Like the amount of times I would go wander around a shop, like, do I need to do any of that? Right. Like, and, and I mean, when I look at finances now, I mean, we see all these people that are dependent on credit for things that they don't need right now. Never needed. Right. Like it, it's, I hope that it, it kind of changes the mentality of how we're looking at spending.
0: The hard part is on that. I was saying that to my husband too. Look how much money we're saving. Cause we're not eating out. But then mm-hmm. I- I'm impacting small businesses if I don't go out.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. you just start, right? Like, I mean, there's a, you want to do good, but you also have to be aware of what, like, uh, you know, your priorities are with your health too, right?
0: And your money. Do you actually have the money to be eating out or are you doing it on
1: credit, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a reshift or, you know, a, 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 a refocus on like what is important for us as humans right
1: mm-hmm. well and where i think you'll see some major shifts is commercial properties yeah. right look at all these people who are now efficiently working from home a yeah. big office building for them to work in anymore
0: the hard part is to keep the kind of the culture going the team culture or to keep that connectedness right Um, I think it can be done. There's a lot of businesses that do remote work all around the world and they figure it out. So, but I, I do know of people that say whenever they work at home all the time that they're socially isolated. And so what they would do instead is then go to networking events. So they still had that opportunity to interact with people. So I suppose now you just have to be a lot more like um, focused on building those opportunities for yourself, even in a virtual environment. Right.
1: Yeah, and I I do find there's tons of opportunities now because there's no barrier like it, it when everything is online there's no reason why um if it fits into your schedule you can't do it.
0: So true. Um I want to flip on to I know you're part of BNI. How's that been going
1: taking it virtually? Uh so I'm the president right now, so it's been a lot more work for me. <laughs> Wrong year to accept that role. Uh, <laughs> it's changed every year, um, so it it's been a learning curve. But it's actually been really great. Um, like uh, we meet on Tuesday mornings. We had thirty-one people on our call today. Like I, it's amazing, and um I find like when you're talking about pivoting, when you see other businesses, like I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to the collection of businesses. They're all different types, right? It's amazing when you see these businesses you didn't even expect how they're pivoting um that it just uh fuels you to make your own move faster too right um right i find it's uh it it's a very energized group of people that are now like helping each other get through this in a way that um, i don't know that a lot of other things can help right like like it's like your business family
0: Right. So, and I mean, that's how I feel sometimes at BACD as well, during this time is like, uh, I'm a, the only thing I can offer you is support a shoulder, um, some strategies. I, I'd love to be able to give money and grants, but, and yes. sales, but that's one thing we can't do. So how else. But you that?
1: guys are doing so great offering so many webinars and stuff. Like I feel like every time I'm like, I wish I knew more about this. I look at you guys have a webinar on it.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. We're trying to like stay ahead of that curve. Like, you know, as a business owner, the thing that you have to conquer every single day is your mindset. Every day, right? Even as mm-hmm. a person, every day, the person you interact with most, the person you fight with most, the person you communicate, you judge is yourself. So I think like if you can master your mindset, then, then you have an opportunity to choose what your day is going to be like. And so if I can help by doing a little bit to keep business... Owners focused on forward thinking, forward momentum. um, You know, maybe living in the now, not necessarily living in the future, but living in the now, and not not dropping into that place where you don't feel you don't feel good. Because when you fall into that place, then your behaviors and your outcomes kind of match that.
1: Yeah, like when I, um, so I like I was a newly graduated frontline healthcare worker uh, during SARS. You know, hospital. that was shut down right and um colleagues got very sick and and, like it was um it it was terrible right so not to the extent that this is in the public but like for us on the front lines it was it was terrible and the mindset and the mental health outcomes of that like people need to realize how important that is and people need to realize even now when you're I'm at home, I'm doing okay, my kids are doing okay, but that the stressors behind the scenes that you have to be aware of. Right. Um, you know, and, and care for yourself, right? Give yourself space, let yourself have those days where it's not okay, um, but also have those good support systems and those things in place to keep you positive.
0: Right. You I know? know, I do that with myself literally every day. I've, I listen to very little news um, and I just try to focus on things that take my mind off that and focus on things that inspire me and maybe make me laugh and you know connection with people i think that's what's important for all of us as humans right is that we have to do that right now like you've got to dig deep and do those things for yourself like you'll get through this we'll get through this
1: yeah yeah and there will be life on the other side it might look a bit different but I, uh, i it's exciting to think about some of the positive stuff right think about Uh, Manufacturing, or when we look at a world where, like, maybe cheapest isn't always better. Maybe we don't need to ship everything from the other side of the world. Oh, I agree with you. Like, the fabric of our economy can look pretty amazing after this.
0: And I think it should, right? Like, really, it should. Like, it's so hard for us now in a first world country. We are so far removed from our food sources and where things are made. Like, it's very difficult for us to just start growing vegetables in the garden and to you know, have a chicken laying eggs, and it's not simple for us to do that, right? And so our economies actually will suffer because of things like that, but
1: maybe there is a
0: way. I I think it's in our bylaws. We can have a chicken if we like, just not a rooster. But Well,
1: or even just being reasonable, like eat the food that is grown here. Yeah. Summer, why do you need to ship mangoes from across the world? Maybe you just don't eat mangoes. Like, like it, it can be that simple if you prioritize, you know, the local and, and, and what is important to you over um, what you want, right? right? Right,
0: um I know for me, for sure, I've, I've felt that shift where I look at the labels. Are the pickles from India or are they from Canada? I'm gonna pick Canada. Are they from, you know, I've started to pick things because just from more than one reason than just supporting our own country, but it's also because what is the environmental impact you know of buying things that are from all over the world now by sure am i not going to be able to stop it for some of the things it's just impossible but you got but to I think
1: if everybody just does a little bit right like i i grew up on a farm and um, that was kind of always part of me like we always when you can you shop in local fruit stands and stuff and markets and try and get as close to where that came from as you can um not always possible especially in the winter Um, But I think if you try a bit more, and everybody tries a bit more, like it it just becomes a bit better overall.
0: So true. I totally agree with you. So in closing, I just want to say thank you so much for being one of those shining lights in our community. I think it's really important to have people like that. Another question, if you have any of your Colleagues that are with you at BNI that want to be interviewed. I'd be happy to interview them because I'm setting up this pivot profile page on our website But also on our YouTube channel Just wanted to share because I think other people get inspiration from it from hearing other people's stories And I, I think it's see it as a way to promote our local community. We're you know, really we're in this all together We're all in the same places. It's not all the same. We're all experiencing different things, but we're all underneath This pandemic situation you know what i mean it affects us all differently but um we are humans you know we are we are a community and we should support ourselves we should support everybody here love it thank you thank you so much i really appreciate your time awesome thank you so much thank you for being a guest today on our podcast this is Teresa shaver signing off from the Business Advisory Center Durham, and we hope that you will join us next week. Take care, guys.